0: Thanks to our friends over at La Terrain Watches for sponsoring Time to BS podcast. Use the promo code Time to BS at LaTerrain.com for some sweet deals or from the website. That's Time, the number two, and BS at com. It's time to B.S. Apologies for the delay, ladies and gentlemen, as as promised, well, 15 minutes late. Thanks, Jared. Appreciate you. <laughs> but welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to volume 38 of BS Sessions, part of Time to BS with Daniel Smooth. Brought to you by our friends over at DraftKings. You know what? Sponsorships are in the description because I am tired of waiting. But joining me. Hello, stream. Joining me for volume 38 of BS Sessions. This man I have heard nothing but good things about him. He's a brain injury survivor, fitness advocate, and downright a good dude. Nick Palumbo, welcome to the Department of BS, my friend.
1: How you doing, bro? I'm doing very good. Thank you for having me on, Dan. I appreciate it, man.
0: So um, how would you describe, for those who don't know who you are, how would you describe yourself? Take us from start to finish.
1: So when I was uh growing up I uh I uh suffered from a traumatic brain injury. I was in a class when I was three and a half. And um, growing up it was just uh it was just a struggle, uh, you know. Being a kid with a disability going to school. You yeah. Know, it was always like a it was like a, a kind of like a struggle, you know?
0: Yeah, I was I got you. Being
1: that kid with a disability going to school and all that. Now um and uh, I really couldn't find my footing until like I would say my late, my later years. until I became like twenty one, I went to the doctor. I was o- I was overweight, and I finally I was three hundred and ten pounds. Shit. And um, I found out I almost was diabetic, so I wound up going on a weight loss journey.
0: Okay. And you said you started at three hundred and ten pounds. And how much do you weigh right now, bro?
1: Right now I'm 288.
0: Fucking awesome, man. My
1: lowest I was uh, uh, 226. So, fuck, uh, you know. man.
0: <laughs> Look at you. So you so at one point you lost almost 100 fucking pounds, man.
1: Yeah, I know it's insane to to view fuck you. Fuck, uh, yeah, man. times, man.
0: You go, bro. Thank you. You go, bro. That's fucking awesome. I love hearing that shit. People like have a weight loss journey and they're committed to that. They're committed to that climbing up the staircase to success.
1: Hey, and listen, it's it's hard for everybody. I mean, going to the gym, it's not an easy lifestyle. No, it's not. And especially when I was saying, like, when you have a when you're a kid with special needs or has has a brain injury, it's hard to go to the gym. Yeah. Or you have to rest like I do.
0: People yeah. look
1: at you and say, like, "Damn this 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 kid." Um, you know, it's, it's hard for people like that.
0: It's hard for anyone, yeah.
1: And now, uh, now, years later, I'm a I'm a, I'm a personal trainer for kids with special Fuck needs. Fuck yeah! And disabilities. Uh, being a personal trainer for kids with special needs and disabilities, I feel um, I feel blessed to be doing what I do.
0: Beautiful, bro. That's beautiful. Uh, and off air. You were talk. You were talking to me about like how how you started with this whole thing, and would you would you care to talk about something that happened in your childhood that helped? I guess would call it drive you into being a better into being a better human being and being grateful for the life that you have.
1: Um, I feel like just I uh, like um, I'm just grateful that you know I'm alive from the accident, man. I'm I'm alive. You know, people, I used to take, like, life for granted. Like, you know what I mean? Everything for granted. And now I'm just like, this is how I am. I feel like acceptance is really a lot of, I came to accept myself. And after I accepted myself, you know, that's how life got better.
0: That's beautiful, man. So for those those of the audience who do not know, would you be able to talk about the accident?
1: Um, so, uh, it was, uh, out east, it was out east in, um, I, f- I forgot exactly where. That's okay. But there was where we, uh, me and my mom, my sister, we were, we were in a car, and, um, we were in a car, and, um, like, on the intersection, like, there wasn't a light, there wasn't, like, a light, and I, the car went like f- through the intersection yeah and hit 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 passenger side, and I was the the one really targeted in the accident shit, so um yeah, going through that it was it was a lot I was airlifted to the hospital i um uh, dealt with a lot of um you know years of uh therapy and stuff and yeah. uh. You know, I was in special ed my whole life in school, and um, just it was a lot. It was a lot, you know, to do.
0: What was the official? What was the official diagnosis of the accident?
1: I'm a I'm a TBI, traumatic brain injury. Shit. And I feel like, um, you know, I used to um, I used to cry a lot. I used to uh, get emotional, upset at myself and i feel like life and i feel like uh, a lot of um a lot of things it's just you know a very really, to me dan it comes to acceptance you gotta accept uh-huh. yourself and uh-huh. i finally feel like i went from here to here and i finally started to accept myself and accept myself this is who i am and that's awesome man Fuck what people think about me. That's I, awesome. I hate saying it that way. No, you you're good. I mean?
0: man, you're good. Fuck, we don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give a shit around here. You're good. But no, dude, that's fucking awesome. Like seriously, I mean, to you're a brain injury survivor. Yes. That's not like that's not something to like take for granted or take lightly at all. Yeah. I mean, to go through what you went through as a child and over twenty years later. Does that, like, do you reflect on that at all and you just go,
1: wow? Sometimes I forget why I started this journey and why I said, you know what, why I'm going to be where I'm at. Why I'm at today, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I I forget why I started, but to be honest, this is why I started. I'm in shock sometimes to (laughs) see that I lost over 85 pounds.
0: Yeah, that's fucking
1: awesome, though. To be honest, I'm in shock to feel like, oh yeah, this is me. I lost eight, over 85 pounds. Um, I'm just in shock, you know.
0: Yeah, to be honest, yeah. It's hard to like. It's hard to take in. It's just hard to like understand. I can see you getting emotional, shit. And this is a, this is a comfort zone, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. a
0: comfort zone. This is all. I I talked about this off air. All this is is a comfort dojo.
1: I understand. Whatever
0: is on your mind and you're willing to talk about, you're golden, bro. And that's it. Like, I'll tell you right out of the gate. I told you all fair. I was diagnosed with PDD-NOS on the autism spectrum at the age of two years old. Never forgot that. I will never forget, like, the shit that my mom would, like, put herself through just to get me where I am. I I appreciate her for that.
1: I understand. Appreciate
0: her for that 100%. And you got a lot of great people in your life that would do anything to get you to succeed and to do well in life. Look at fucking Donut. D- Donut loves you. Look at this <laughs> shit. She just met you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's already warming up, too, because she says the good vibes.
1: What I was going to say is um, since I started working out, I feel like I met so many great people in my life. Or so many. Yeah. So many people that I. I, I was a kid that didn't have a lot of friends. I didn't have yeah. a lot of friends growing up. I dealt with a lot of, like, Tourette's and all that and that nonsense. Yeah. But now overcoming it and, like, being like, listen, this is me. But yeah. I didn't have a lot of friends. And now, uh, a lot of my friends I meet years later, like, um, some of my buddies I've I've met from going to different gyms, you know, just uh, my buddy Rob Control, that owns Coho. Great guy. I met him. Uh, my buddy Mike Merce, I met him. Also a great guy.
0: Shout out to Big Merce, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Merce Shout out, is Big a Man. This <laughs> is a great guy. I met so many other people that were in my life years ago, but now came back into my life like you know what i mean we're like hey how you doing yeah, <laughs> good yeah, to yeah, see yeah. you basically basically, For a while. <laughs> basically but like i feel like life is a journey and everybody's journey like you know what i mean stuff yeah. happens throughout your journey that you know that's how it is you know
0: i'm gonna tell you a little i'm gonna tell you a little uh figure of speech or an expression that uh that I hate to be humble but i came up with Um, it's the sword of the anvil. So when you're born, by the time you're born, you're this one tiny little smidgen piece of steel. Tiny little steel. You know what I'm saying? And your job is to forge that steel into whatever sword, mace, whatever the fuck you want it to be. And sometimes your sword may crack or may even break. Your sword cracking or breaking to bring this up was your accident.
1: Yeah, my, I feel like my accident as like, I feel like to be honest with you, Dan. I have two different parts of my life. The first twenty-one years and the last five years. The last five years, really is a dream. It's like awesome to feel like yeah. I, I, I'm completed a personal training class. I'm a personal trainer. Now I, I work with a, a company. We uh, we train kids with special needs. We train all type of people. Yeah, older and young. I work for a company named uh, Team Extreme. Team Extreme is a uh, company that we work with kids all throughout the spectrum. Yeah, autism, or Down syndrome, every type of disability. But and then um, I'm texting
0: a buddy of mine because I feel like he would love to fucking hear this. Where is he?
1: You're, awesome. you're good, man. Do you want me to hold on? No, you're good. Keep talking. Keep so, talking.
0: Because he runs a
1: podcast called
0: Defining Moments Podcast.
1: So I uh, work with people, all kinds of people, young and old. And uh, I absolutely love it because I feel like it's 10 times harder for them to go to the gym. Yeah. So when people look at me and you like, like, well, look at me like, I don't have a disability because... If I walked up to somebody at the gym, they wouldn't say, "Oh yeah, that guy has probably has a disability." There's some people that you can tell and I feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's um it's it's really special doing what I do every day. It really brings me joy, excitement, and uh I love working out with kids with disabilities. And teaching others how to work out. It's really an awesome job. That's beautiful, man. And I love it so much.
0: People uh, need to fucking hear this story. Like, seriously, to to go through what you have continued to go through in your life. To go from, like, what many would consider to be rock fucking bottom.
1: Yeah, I went from 100%. 100%. I went through rock bottom. And now you know <laughs>
0: you basically got a fucking second chance in life. Yeah, to I, put it like to put it lightly, like, like a second chance at life is putting it lightly, like yes. like seriously. Yeah, that's one. That's the best. That's one of the best ways I can put it. And like, tell tell us about your tell us about the company you work with, Team Extreme.
1: Team Extreme, uh, we we're, we're a company that. Uh, works with, like I said, all all types of people with disabilities, maybe traumatic brain injury too, TBI. We work with all kids with disabilities, but uh, these kids are special, man. I mean, I always say it, and I'll say it 100%, and I'll say this to anybody in the gym. People that go to the gym with a disability have a 100% harder time than me or you, Dan. Yep. Or me or anybody else yeah I go to the gym with some of my clients and I'm like damn this kid this kid you know I'll give you this for example a few weeks ago I saw this kid in the gym he had a disability he has down syndrome and I saw him in the gym and I said uh damn no one's giving up no one's going up to this kid and giving him motivation I said that's so not right that's like so oh. fucked up like that kid was me. Well, well no, was me. But like, I have a disability too, and I wish someone said, "I like, taught me the way of working out." But like, I just went, I I went up to him and I said, "Buddy, I'm so proud of you and what you're doing right now. You're 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 doing an amazing job, and I'm so proud of you for um, the work you're doing and like putting in the hard work at the gym. That's fucking beautiful. And and then his dad also came up to me, and I he, I explained to him what I did. And he said, uh, man, I appreciate that so much, you coming up to my son. And I said, listen, this is what we're supposed to do. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it really annoys me, the muscle head mentality of everybody at yeah. the gym. No one, I will tell you straight out, no one at that gym would have came up to that kid. No girl, no guy. <sighs> And that bothers me in a way that everybody is like, you know, come on, that kid, that kid did nothing to anybody. You're just going to treat him bad because of something else. Like, because, you know? he
0: di- because he was, because he was quote different.
1: Different. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to treat him different because he's like, you're going to treat him that way, man, that kid. That takes ten times more effort than, yeah. than lifting a hundred me lifting hundred and thirty five pounds or two hundred and fifty pounds and then you got these other muscle heads lifting hundred <laughs> pounds. Like you know man, like yeah you see what I'm talking about the gym atmosphere and that's the one thing that annoys me because you know, I never like you know, ha- I never had that and now to see other people being taken advantage of, that pisses me off. As I tell you, I'm like I would be the first person at the gym to say, "Man, listen, give this kid some credit.
0: We're all here for the same thing. We're, We're all here all for the, here same the same reason.
1: reason the better self and make yeah make each other happy. Yeah? Of course,
0: of course. Is there like growing up? I mean, as growing up from let's say kindergarten to high school,
1: I was always in. I'm sorry, I was always in like special. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Going into high school, I was always in special ed. I was always... Uh, I guess I... Not picked on, but I was always in special ed. More in my later years in middle school and high school, I was...
0: Oh, of, the worst years. Worst years. <laughs> the worst fucking years. <laughs> Everybody's
1: kind of like...
0: Everyone's a dick.
1: <laughs> a dick. Picking on... Not picking on me, but... Um... Then I just, I kind of stopped going to school in my 10th grade. So, a little, because like I had enough of everything. like You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And then
1: years later, I came back and uh, I said, I said, listen, I'm going to become a personal trainer for kids with special needs and disabilities. And now to be doing it today, it's an absolute blessing. One of my trainers, my trainer, uh, Kettlebell Steve, my my trainer Steve Stopper, which goes by Kettlebell Steve, <laughs>
0: he, love that shit.
1: He also he said to me, Nick, you're gonna be special one day. You're gonna be a kid. You're Fuck gonna, yeah! You're be someone that's training kids with disabilities now to be doing it. It's an absolute blessing. That's
0: fucking awesome. I <laughs> love hearing that shit.
1: Now now years later, I have a girlfriend. My girlfriend Claudia.
0: And Shout out to the camera. <laughs> I'm sure, she's watching.
1: Yeah, probably she is. And she loves us, but uh, but uh, you know, just so many different different things got me to this point, and I'm just so blessed <laughs> now to be sitting here with you. It's just like, damn, man. So I always wanted to get into motivational speaking, and this is as close as motivational speaking. I say.
0: start a fucking podcast. Yeah, I know. Please,
1: I know. That's so- perfect. This is, like, all the stuff I've been dreaming of, and now to see it finally coming to reality, it's like, damn, man. Get a microphone.
0: Get a USB microphone. <laughs> get OBS Studio. That's the easiest way to do it. Get OBS Studio. Start Anchor. That's free. Yeah. Easy as shit. Just hit record and go. Yes, sir. That's it.
1: But uh, That is it. Yeah, this, this journey, man, has been amazing, and I love it so much.
0: Who's been your biggest supporter? How, you know what? Let's make this easier. Three of your biggest supporters in your life from the day you started your journey to, let's say, the last 10 minutes.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'll give you a story. So, I'm the type of kid that I attempted losing weight several, several times. Yeah, I attempted losing weight about, I don't know, five or six times. I would always, like, stop working out after losing 10 pounds. Then... I said, I remember uh, the day I got diabetes. Oh, was pre-diabetic. I said to my mom, I'm going to lose 85 pounds. She's like, this is probably going to go on for a little bit, but whatever. And I said, I'm just going to keep on going. There you go. I would say my, my mom, my dad, like, is also supporting me, taking me to the gym all the time. Because I don't drive, so, you know. So I have my mom, and uh, um, I don't really have a third one right now. I mean, I would say my girlfriend right now is another supporter. So
0: about to say she's yeah. in the chat. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't know. I
1: don't she's really, in the chat. I don't really, the- yeah, I know. I don't really have like that many supporters. My uh, my friend Joey, I met him at uh, South Shore Iron. Yeah, uh, he's another one that supports me. A lot. A lot of people. My friend Bob, Mike, you know, yeah, I just have like different people like that I met throughout my journey that your
0: story is like rocket fuel to a lot of people that just need some way to keep going,
1: just keep on going, just keep
0: going, seriously, I mean, and you got great people that are joining this chat on yeah. your chat and mine, yeah. And they will continue to support you through and through. Think of it this way. You get great people in your life that are going to push you, hold you accountable, yeah. tell you when you're fucking up, and you know what? That's them showing tough love, but in the end, they support you no matter what. Also,
1: my friend Ricky, my friend Jordan, and several other people, you know? Yeah. I've been a lot of this vibe for me for years, and and their families, I've been beautiful. along for the vibe, and to see where I'm at today, it's just, you know. <laughs> that's
0: beautiful, man. That's gorgeous. I mean, I told you before we start recording, I mean. Yes. You get anyone in your life that has a great heart and a great drive to help you be better, and that's better than anything in the world.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing. When you have good people in your life, I didn't have the best people in my life maybe five years ago. Like, I didn't have a lot of people in my life five years ago, but now I have that support. When you have that support, it's all about, I guess, building a support system. Of who you have in your life and the kind of people you have in your life, the circle of trust. Yeah, exactly. The circle exactly. of trust. I, I, this... I would say about that. That would be good.
0: I call it. I call it the Department of Bullshit. That's my Department of Bullshit. Hey, everybody <laughs> has that too, man. I mean, everybody has. That's a department my of Department of Bullshit. Of bullshit. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I keep my inner circle small, but I keep it. But I keep it close by. Like I, uh, I keep the people that I know I can trust with it. With like shit that bothers me. With shit that I want to talk about, with shit that's like, hey, listen, I need I need some fucking help. Like what do I do? Whether it's like mentally, physically, financially, whatever the fuck. I know I can go to them and be like Alright, what can I do?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh this this journey's been um I feel like family just other family supported me, my uh uncles, everybody like, you know what I mean, like yeah. It's just awesome, man. I love
0: it. That's the beauty of all of it. That's the beauty of having a great support system, bro.
1: Definitely, definitely, definitely.
0: Do you, uh. Do you have any, like. What do you eat on a consistent basis? Let's go to that. Let's go to your diet. Like.
1: So everybody looks at me. I'm a. Yes, I'm a. I'm a I try to eat as healthy as I could. Like, you know what? I'm not that guy with the six pack and the abs and all that crap. You know what I mean? I'm not that, but uh, I try to eat as healthy as I could. Like yeah. I, I'm like, I'm not that guy. At first, when I first started working out, I was the guy eating steak, chicken, rice, fish every day of the week. But and then, you know, now I'm a little more held back. Like you know what I mean? Like like yeah. I, I don't. You know, I I still eat healthy, but like. Not as healthy, you know what I mean? You give your you
0: give yourself some breathing room.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean one of my one of my things is I well I know I would have to start eating healthy on a consistent basis. Bodybuilding is one of what I would really like to do at some point in my life. Okay. Is become oh you're good. Become a bodybuilder. And, it was uh, a
0: donut that made that noise. She's chilled right there. All right, cool,
1: cool. <laughs> no, I would like to become a, a bodybuilder. Okay. Um, um, and I feel like that's when I would really have to trim up my eating. Like, you know, I really got my eating on pot, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I eat a lot of steak, a lot of chicken, you Beautiful. know, man? I like, I like pretty much everything. I'm a fish guy, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well world, we gotta eat fish for that, yeah, that yeah, All yeah. that.
1: But I would say to everybody, like, you know what? Just take it one day at a time. If you were to start working out today Thank you. Don't this is what I tell everybody. You wanna start working out, don't clean everything out of your diet. At least that's that's what I had to do. I had to literally then say, That's it. Uh, No more chips, no more dip (laughs) May 18th, um, I'm being serious I came home from Applebee's on May 18th, 2018 Went on the treadmill And then next day, I literally stopped having uh, everything Every bad thing for at least six months Shit That's when I dropped my first 50 Nice Then after that, I dropped another uh, 30 and then you know, as as the journey just goes on, that and it took me about a year to probably do that. So you know,
0: so that was a big mistake that I did. I went from, I was at I was three forty at one point, and then the lightest I got to was two forty, at like two forty five, <laughs> like two fifty or some shit. And what I did was. I did, similar to what you did, I did chicken, I did fish, and I did steak. I did mostly carnivore-based diet. And then somewhere in the last few months, I said, what the fuck am I doing wrong here? What am I doing wrong here? And so, I've been going by, okay, I can still eat what I want to eat, but at the same point, I just eat slower and eat in smaller portions.
1: Yeah, like, I used to uh, eat, like, I actually looked up on my phone... How many calories is in one pound? So. For it, shits and giggles. <laughs> this, is, this is weird. This is weird when I did this. So I did this like, uh, so I, every night, I would go downstairs on my treadmill for about six months and literally go for 60 minutes to an hour and a half of cardio every night. And I would try to burn about six to 700 calories. You must have slept like a baby after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, but that's seriously what I did. I bur- burned like six to 700 calories every night. And then I would try to burn at least 3,500 at the end of the week. So I would be burning a-, a pound a week. I mean, I don't know why. I just had that in my head.
0: You I- just gave me an idea there, my friend. <laughs> now I know what to do this weekend.
1: No, nah, but that's like kind of what I did. I don't know why I did that. Huh. But, uh, yeah, it was... It's pretty interesting, like when I first started, but then now I'm at a point where I mainly weightlift. I hate doing cardio, man. Like you know, like who likes doing cardio to begin with? But I did cardio so much when I was when I was younger five years ago when I first started that today I hate cardio.
0: (laughs) Cardio is annoying. I will give you that.
1: Cardio is annoying, man. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. I I hate to be the one just. uh, on the treadmill and whatever.
0: Ooh, I have an idea. Sorry to cut you off. I have an idea for you that I think you would love. Have you tried pad training? What's that? Pad training. You know, like punching bag and shit? Yeah, yeah
1: I do a little bit of that. So
0: if you go online, I'm sure you got big fucking hands. Like, I, I, have, I have bare hands. Yeah. So go on Amazon. Go get extra large to 2XL UFC gloves. Not boxing gloves. Like cage fighting gloves. And just go on the heavy bag yeah. and just punch at the heavy bag for like 10 minutes, like 5-minute intervals, 10, 20 minutes, 5-minute intervals. Yeah, Just hard as you can. as Not fast, but as hard as you yes. can. That's what I've been doing.
1: But in any, you're going to think this is weird, too. So okay. Everybody does, everybody knows I don't drive. Or well, now everybody knows I don't drive. But eh, the people close to, me, <laughs> close to me know I don't drive. So, I used to uh, walk to my gym every day. So, huh? My, I used to go to Mr. D's Ultimate Fitness at first. When I first started working out. I used to work from my house all the way down in Bookhaven, go to Mr. D's, stop, get eggs at some egg place, and then go all the way down to Mr. D's every day. And huh. then, that was like probably like five or six miles huh. from my house, so... That's how, again, I lost a lot. I did a lot of cardio doing that. You know, for shits
0: and giggles, I'm going to Google this real
1: quick. At one point, you know? I want to see how far it is
0: to walk from here to my gym.
1: At one point, I tried to do that. I mean, that was pretty much after I was doing my cardio in the house forever. That was probably in 2019 I started doing that. Like, February 2019, I remember. So that's
0: like two hours. That's like a two-hour walk.
1: No, but I would, like, stop, maybe go get something, you know what I mean?
0: That's not a bad idea. <laughs> huh. Because I'm psycho that way. No,
1: but I didn't do that when I first started. When I first started, I would just do the treadmill. But I would be like, yo, I want to go maybe go get eggs every day. Maybe I'll go get an egg sandwich or, my like, just egg whites or whatever from the deli And then go walk down to the gym. So I would, like... Maybe do that for like an hour. And at that time, I didn't have a job, really, because I was in personal training and whatever. So I kind of told my parents, give me like a year or two. They were nice about that, which I'm very thankful for my mom and dad giving me that time. I said, I'm going to lose a certain amount of weight and go to school for personal training. There you, go. you know what I mean? But in that time, I would always walk to the gym every day. Like I would, I would literally walk there every day. So yeah.
0: like that's like an hour and a half. Yeah,
1: pretty much, pretty much. You know, but I did that for a lot in 2019, and then the pandemic hit, so everything shut down. Yeah. So um, that is what it is. Then I went to uh, South Shore for a little while. I was doing the walking a little. But, um, you know what I mean? And then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was doing the. Oh, you're on low battery. I yeah, got you. Keep talking. I was doing, the, um, uh, um. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, keep talking. Keep
0: talking.
1: Keep talking. <sighs> yeah. All right. Oh. <sighs> I was doing, the, uh, um, doing the walking every day and then pandemic hit, of course and then i started back up again doing it a little and then i went to south shore and um you know so i every okay i lost a certain amount of weight you know (laughs)
0: what drives you like to keep like keep this going what is like your biggest inspiration or your biggest like motivation to just say superman let's fucking go
1: i love this shit man I'm gonna be honest. This is if I don't work out, I don't feel myself. So this is yeah. this feels when I I listen to a lot of Eric Thomas, motivational speaker. I listen to yeah. I listen to uh, Tony Robbins. I listen to uh, David Goggins. Yes, all that. <laughs> yes, motivational stuff. And I feel like you know what when you hear that stuff, like. It makes you wanna work out. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And I've and I've been doing this for so long, like that I need to work out. This yeah. that is like my therapy. Being there at the gym go. and I'm freaking throwing an insane shitload of weights around is my therapy. <laughs> In the most weird way possible. Yeah, that's, that's my therapy. I tell I tell my girlfriend all the fucking time,
0: like the, the gym makes me happy. And she tells me, Did you go to the gym today? Did you go to the gym? Because she pushes me to be better.
1: Yeah, my my girlfriend now, like, says, I'm like, yo, I need to go to the gym before I see you. You know, like, if I do not at the gym, I'm not going to be myself today, you know? <laughs> Plus, I take supplements <laughs> when I work out and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah.
0: I uh, hear you with that part.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, uh, I take, a, I take uh, some supplements when I work out. Beautiful. And everything. But, uh, yeah, I just. Just keeps me going, going through the That's to beautiful.
0: That's beautiful, man. Well, a uh, few more questions for you. No, you good, buddy. So, if you could give a great piece of advice to anyone, to like those who are watching, those who are listening, what's like your biggest piece of advice that you could give to anyone that is, say, struggling with their Phys- like, struggle with their physical health, struggle with their mental health, whatever. What's some advice that, like, Nick Paloma would give
1: I would give, those? Uh, uh, because I, me, myself, I did suffer before everything. I did suffer with some depression yeah. and a lot of stuff. I did, um, did, uh, with a great deal of depression. And, uh, I'm going to bring this up. My nanny got me through that because my nanny was 96 at the time. She sadly passed, but... She, uh, she got me through that, and um, just, you know what I mean, like, do what makes you happy. That's it. And fuck everybody else.
0: Fuck yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to be 100%
1: honest. Don't do what people wa- want you to do. Do what makes you happy. That's it. at the end of the day, if you do what makes you happy, you know what? I look at my job right now and be seriously, Dan? seriously, seriousness. Serious with you, Dan, that I don't, if you do what you love, you're not going to work a day in your life. And I love personal training, and I love working out. That's it. And I don't, that's not work to me. That's called love. That's beautiful.
0: I've been saying it a lot, but that is beautiful.
1: I heard this quote, I heard that quote a long time ago. If you do what you love, it's not considered work. It's considered fun.
0: I got that one for you. You are the most important person in your life, and the tallest trees take the longest time to grow.
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent.
0: And I'm going to continue on with that sword analogy. But for those who are just joining in, you are a tiny piece of steel when you're first born, yes. And your your job is to forge that blade into whatever, to forge that steel into whatever blade you want it to become. Sometimes it may even crack or it may even break. Yes, and that's fine. And the hammer and the anvil are the two most important teachers in life, which are failure and pain. If you're not failing, you don't learn. If you don't suffer through pain, you won't know what it feels yeah, like to, to feel.
1: I go by those uh, sayings. I'm very uh, up with the sayings. Like, never give up. Yeah. No excuses. No excuses is what I go by on Instagram. No excuses fit, of course. But no excuses. Never give up. Stay strong. Never accept failure. I mean, those are really what I stand by in my life.
0: That's good shit. That's good shit. <laughs> and then, as I was saying, like, the, the hammer is pain, the, the anvil is failure. And so when your sword cracks or even breaks, what do you do? You fix that shit. You
1: gotta fix it. You gotta, you gotta fix back that up. shit.
0: And these things happen in the end with... With the sword crack, with the with your instance, the sword cracking or the yes. sword even breaking, your your accident, the depression, everything that has happened in your life is your sword cracking or even breaking. But you know what? You fix that blade. Yes. You continue to work on that blade. You continue to fix that sword, and you're fucking doing it. You're you're reforging your sword into your image, That's yeah. fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm blessed to be where I'm at, man. That's at the end of the day. That's stony word I'm going to use, I'm blessed.
0: And Donut loves you, too. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking cat, she's like, I'm chilling. She's like, chilling
1: on my jacket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a, she's a mush. Yeah,
1: I can she's tell. She's such a mush. I can tell, she's chilling <laughs> on my
0: jacket. That's beautiful, man. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Where can people find you before <laughs> we... uh? before he calls up shop for the day
1: oh yeah people can find me uh no excuses fit well or people that'll probably watching me now can find me at unique fitness i'm always at unique fitness Or, well, um, if you ever want to work out hit me up on instagram at no excuses fit and uh, let's get a workout in beautiful man it's to work <laughs> beautiful
0: man ladies yeah. and gentlemen Thank you so much for tuning in to Volume 38 of BS Sessions, part of Time to BS with Daniel smooth the part of the Belly of Sports and Belly Up Media Network. We're coming in from the lovely beaches of Long Island, New York.
1: Nick? Can I say one more thing? Of course, brother. Dan, I'm so uh, f- I'm thankful for you having me on tonight and talking to everybody. Uh, this hey, is a, man. This was, this was honestly a dream come true and something I did not feel like would happen five years
0: ago <laughs> and we all get a second crack in life man we always do and in this case happened a little earlier than expected yes, but hey you're fucking here man you're doing your thing brother Actually, I appreciate you, having, appreciate you coming on bro yes sir ladies and gentlemen my name is Stan just I'm coming to you for the lovely beaches of Long Island New York thank Sean. appreciate you for coming on brother and we will all see you with this life especially the next one cheers guys